Good day. Welcome to Silver Associates. I'm your host, Al. I was really interested in the Hunt Brothers. I have heard about the Hunt Brothers in the past. And when I was looking at the chart, I've been, now I'm looking at the chart quite often, and I see these spikes. So I wanted to dive in with these spikes in particular. So I started looking into the Hunt Brothers and uh, learning about what they were doing in the 70s and uh, the very beginning of 1980. So I did some research. I'll share that with you now. Nelson Bunker Hunt and his younger brother, Herbert Hunt, they were, again, very historical figures when it comes to the price of silver. When you look at the chart in 1980, you'll see that it hit $50. Today it's trading at $23. Another good day, by the way, we have four, four green candles. So four days of green um, it's excellent, excellent, <laughs> until the big drop comes, but anyways, we'll see. So now I've heard of them before, and when I've heard of them, I've heard of them, their names are like synonymous with cornering or taking over the silver market. This is this is what I've heard. Nelson Bunker Hunt, he was a, a big oil tycoon back in the day. And I guess him and his brother, they were really upset at some point because they had oil fields in Libya. And Libya became a part of OPEC. Uh, OPEC uh, gave these Middle Eastern companies, these oil producing companies, uh, countries, sorry, oil producing countries, enormous power. Uh, th so that they still have this enormous power when it comes to the, the price of, uh, of oil. I don't completely understand all of the intricate details of OPEC, um, but I uh, understand that the U.S. dollar is backed by oil, or what I've heard. <laughs> I was I was just look, looking at pictures of of all these people, and um, you know, you look at the, these people in the past, these oil producing countries, and um, they really do look really ridiculous. I mean, you know, the power and the egos on these men are. They're really off the charts. So I mean, look up OPEC in in uh, the the 80s or the, or the 70s. See some of these some of these cats. I'm not making fun of anyone. I don't want to instigate hate or anything like that. So I'm just saying, just just check it out. I, I kind of find it all very folly. It just sounds like the hunt's got a really bad deal, and it, it appeared that the oil companies, the other oil companies, they seem to be okay. And I had read somewhere that the Hunts hated the Rockefellers. And really, can you blame them for that? When I heard that they uh, hated the Rockefellers, I was like, oh, maybe these guys aren't so bad after all. Anyways, they got involved in silver. In 1973, they bought 200,000 ounces of physical silver at a dollar fifty. Awesome. In 1974, they bought... 55 million ounces of silver, which at the time was 8% of the world supply. And I guess they had flown it and deposited in storage locations throughout Switzerland. Something about keeping the silver back home uh, was going to cost them tax money. Now, again, the rumor was that they wanted to corner the silver market. In 1976, they bought 20 
million more ounces through their company, Great Western Union. Wow. In 1979, they bought 43 million ounces of silver contracts, which were purchased through Comex and CBOT, uh, the Chicago Board of Trade, I guess, with possession to take place in the fall. So they were supposed to collect it in the fall. And during that time, the price went from $8 to $16 in, in two short months. Unbelievable. In 1979, the two exchanges, the COMEX and the CBOT, they only held $120 million of physical silver, which was the amount that was actually traded in the month of October 1979 alone, just in the month alone. And this is one of the, I, I don't, from then to 1979 to now, it's like when you're buying paper silver, there, you're not you're not getting any physical silver. There's, there, you're not going to get any unless there's, unless you're buying through certain areas. I'll, I'll find out. I'll let you know. But I, as far as I'm, as far as I know, you don't get any. You're just trading paper. Anyways, through their buying, the prices spiked. So then. The Federal Reserve, they stopped the hunts from borrowing more money to buy more silver. Because they were borrowing. The CBOT created a rule where no investor could hold no more than 3 million future contracts. I mean, and these guys were buying like 43 million, 50 million. My guess is that the hunts were making some enemies. Um, so these globalist agencies like the Federal Reserve or the CBOT, they started to sabotage them. In 1980, the Hunts had 256 million ounces of silver. And when the price hit $50, their silver position was worth $4.5 billion. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I think they had spent one billion dollars in total on silver and they had a profit of 3.5 billion dollars when it hit 50 dollars uh, the cme chicago mercantile exchange then suspended trading of silver which in turn made it drop 10 bucks 10 bucks an ounce so you got the cme controlled good old fud kicks in and then the sell-off begins and on that day alone when the, the 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 price of silver went down 10 bucks the hunts on paper had a two billion dollar loss and i i just kind of wonder did the cme have any idea that would happen i mean the hunts were quite well known and their positions were probably quite well known i wasn't there at the time but you gotta think that the CMA knew that they would be, be screwing these guys over. Anyways, the official narrative is that the hunts were coming to take over the silver market. So, of course, they were responsible for the price collapse. Not these institutions who were changing trading rules or they just stopped trading altogether. I read that gold was starting to drop at the time as well. So investors were selling and they were taking their profits in silver. But really, you know, no matter what the ticker symbol is, if there is FUD or there's bad news, you're going to get 
massive selling and prices will tank. The banks at the time as well, they started to call in those loans for anyone, especially them, the Hunts, for using fiat currency to buy silver. And I'm sure that, you know, they're calling those loans in. I'm sure that these loans were uh, being called back by the urging of the Federal Reserve. I don't know, just guessing. Their brokerage house, Bash, they apparently asked for more cash to cover their loans because the price was was dropping. And um, the hunts were using margin. They were using credit. They're so they're I mean they're taking out loans to buy to buy silver. And yeah, when when prices go down, the brokers have the right to ask for more money to cover. I don't know if these were new rules back then, but I know that that's 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 what happens now. Uh, and, and apparently the hunts, they had ignored these margin calls. Uh, it's also the narrative is also that the bash went to the CFTC, the C Commodities Future Trading Commission, and asked them to stop all trading. But the CFTC said no. Whoa, integrity. 300, 3,330 to 400 million. Oh, that's correct. I think it's 330 to 400 million ounces of silver were traded, trading that day. And the hunts, they chose not to make the margin call because they either didn't have enough money to cover it or they wanted the price of silver to drop so that they could buy more. Anyways, that's the narrative. Bad hunt brothers. Now I've only been in the market for the last couple of years, but people seem to have been very concerned about money printing even back then. I think the money printing, when they when Nixon took the stop the dollar from being backed by cold. I think a lot of people, a lot of awake people realized there was a big problem. Myself, I've, I've really learned not to trust his story or history. Uh, as I currently see that narr narratives are controlled. So if they're controlled now, they were totally con controlled back then. My initial thoughts were that the Hunts, they were probably just billionaires uh, who wanted to be greedy trillionaires. You know, maybe. I've, I've seen videos, they seem like nice guys, but, you know, maybe they just wanted and wanted more and more and more. But when I read that the Federal Reserve had injecting, injected themselves in all the tradings, and I just decided that, okay, the Hunts are not that bad. You know, maybe they were bad people, I don't know. But maybe they were simply doing what you and I are doing. We're trading paper for safe silver in order to protect wealth. Actually, I'm not really doing that. Maybe you are. I'm not I'm not trading. I'm buying the physical silver. It just must have been really interesting back then. Um, I mean, they to me, they just seemed to be following the rules at the time and they wanted silver. They were massive buyers. So other people were buying too and the price goes up. I, I thought that's how it was going to go. That's how it's meant to be. There's just something about price suppression of precious metals that the global cabal need to do. I don't know why. I mean, yesterday I talked about JP Morgan manipulating the market and I'll eventually find out more reasons why they want to do this. The most obvious one that I can think of is that they want the prices to be low so they can buy more physical precious metals for themselves on the cheap. Or maybe they want to make more fiat currency by shorting the markets because they're going to manipulate it and they'll know that they just need to short it at that time. 
Um, so, but the good news is, is that you and I, we don't need to be manipulated. All we're going to do is we're just going to hold on and wait until the price is adjusted to what it really should be. That's my podcast for today. I really appreciate you listening. Um, I'm pretty close to telling you about the sales team I'm putting together. Not just yet. Just keep listening. Keep following me. Keep keep track. And um, I really just thank you for your time. I want to wish you a very good morning, afternoon, or evening. And all the best. <music>